I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Catch John Batchelor weeknights from 9 till midnight on 710 WOR. Now, it's the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. We're kicking off the second hour of Playing Buck right now, and we're about to talk about the allegations against Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, the Biden family, an FBI source, an FBI whistleblower, and more. Representative Anna Polina Luna of Florida is with us. Uh, Congresswoman, appreciate you being here, and uh, thanks for making the time. Tell us, what are we, what, I, I, we haven't talked about this yet on the show, so I need you to set this up for everybody a little bit. What is going on? with the House looking into bribery allegations, the whistleblower, and Biden. Oh, my gosh. it's um, I don't know if we have enough time, but to kind of uh, chalk it up in a nutshell, long story short, um, the House Oversight Committee has been working to collect evidence to prove that this administration, this family, and Joe Biden specifically, has indeed um, been guilty of public corruption. And we found that we had recently, just a couple weeks ago, subpoenaed bank records from four different banks of about 20 that we suspect where we found that the Biden family was receiving money from foreign nationals, uh, uh, basically using and selling the Biden name in order to personally enrich themselves. And they moved these funds between 20 companies. So that comes a couple weeks ago. And then this week, Representative Comer had requested a document from the FBI um, that basically outlined and proved that Biden, as vice president in the Obama administration, had received a $5 million transfer from a foreign national in an effort to sway American policy. And ultimately, what ended up happening is the FBI not only refused to hand over this document, it's not a classified document, but then they also, too, said that their own source, who has been a human source with the FBI for over 10 years, 
very credible. They've even paid this um, source over six figures for the information that they have that they were and they had credible fears that the, if this individual was unmasked to Representative Comer and oversight that they had credible fears that this person would be killed. So the the allegation, I mean, do we know any of the specifics, uh, Congresswoman, about what was there a, what the quid pro quo was? I mean, we you know, what what level of detail have we been able to get about what this FBI source was alleging? What we do know is that this individual has proof that there's a five million dollar bank transaction that at the time Vice President Biden received for his um, word to influence American foreign policy. And what I can tell you is that we've been trying very hard to get this document and that the FBI has stonewalled us. That's actually part of the reason why we are now tomorrow meeting to work on the markup for the bill to actually um, hold the director of the FBI in contempt of Congress. Now, holding the FBI director in contempt wouldn't result in any actual legal action against him because the doj is biden right so that's not really going to change anything uh, why isn't the fbi sharing information with congress on an oversight committee i mean i remember from back in the cia days what the oversight committee wants the oversight committee is supposed to get that's that's a question that we're all asking and in my opinion buck just based on what i've witnessed what i've heard and what i've personally seen over the last you know, a couple of months of being in office, the FBI has some serious issues. I mean, they have a mole right now that's currently leaking information to Hunter Biden about his own case that the FBI is investigating. So I think that we're at the point now where, you know, the Republican Party, although we don't control Senate or the White House, we do control the House. And, you know, there has to be some teeth behind a lot of what's happening, because exactly like you had mentioned, you know, these three letter agencies seem to think that they're not held accountable to anyone. And really, the last line of defense for the American people is Congress. And so they need to be held accountable. We need to be subpoenaing all this information. And so Representative Comer has been doing a good job on with, um, with the help of Representative Jim Jordan, who's a head of House Judiciary. But right now, I mean, the more information that we put out, Buck, even just on those bank transactions that I had outlined earlier, I mean, MSNBC, CNN, and ABC refused to even cover it. It was only Fox News that was covering it. So they're really trying to suppress this information. In my opinion, the corporate establishment media is working with the DNC and some of these three-letter agencies to run cover for Biden. Speaking to uh, Congresswoman Anna Polina Luna of Florida, um, and, and Congresswoman Hunter Biden, Clay and I talk about this a lot, um, he still thinks that they may drop real charges, not some deferred prosecution, pays a fine, make the whole thing go away, but that there'll be a real charge against Hunter Biden. Based on what you're seeing, the information that you've seen already, do you think that's possible? And also, how could there not be unless the system is corrupt? I think that's the question a lot of people are asking. If you get paid millions of dollars, you don't declare it, you don't pay taxes on it. I thought that was kind of a big problem. It is a big problem, and I don't think that we will have any charges brought until, you know, we have a new Republican president. And unfortunately, that's what it's coming down to, because many of these people that are appointed are indeed appointed because of their political leanings and support of that administration. And right now, exactly like you had stated, I mean, there's so much information on Hunter Biden, and yet they're refusing to act just like the FBI had this information about Joe Biden, and they've had it since. 2016 uh, previously 
and they chose to sat on it. They had it in 2020. They chose to sat on it, and they're not doing anything with it. So they have the evidence. They have the testimony of people that are bringing it forward of the of not just the human source, but there's multiple whistleblowers that have come forward about the Biden family and about Joe Biden specifically. And it's really interesting because one of our, our best whistleblowers that actually had um, proof that Joe Biden and his family was receiving illegal, uh, basically pay-for-play schemes, the DOJ is now trying to charge as an illegal arms trafficker, even though he's never sold or tried to broker any deals with any um, foreign organizations for arms. So they are, in my opinion, using their position to not just intimidate, but to prevent people from coming forward with the threat of ruining their lives. How do we get any accountability in the FBI? People ask me this question, uh, uh, Congresswoman, and they'll ask usually in the context of the intel community, CIA, and I say, look, you'd have to have leadership that, would understand the institution well enough that they would know how to change the culture, but you'd also have to get rid of a lot of people, a lot of programs, and cut a lot of funding. Do you think there's a stomach mm-hmm. for that in the next in a next Republican administration? You, you think that, uh, from what you're hearing from some of your fellow members of Congress, uh, on the Republican side at least, there would be a willingness to do something about that? I mean, I remember when Eric Holder was held in contempt, when he was Attorney General, right? I mean, you know, we do what we can, but that's not going to change that much. Correct. I think that it really depends on who the president is. I, you know, in my opinion, we need a fire breathing dragon who is really aggressive on foreign policy and wants to actually, you know, do the right thing and, and help end some of this corruption. Exactly like you'd stated, you know, I think people in general, I'm fush, I'm frustrated. I know people are as well because it's like, well, we know this is happening, but like, what's going to change? And it's kind of, you know, it feels like sometimes a, a defeatist perspective because it's just egregious what they're doing. But, you know, I think it's going to really depend on what happens next administration. I'm sure you saw what happened with the debt negotiations. And I think and I voted no against raising the debt ceiling for trillion because, again, like you stated, cutting funding is a huge deal. And yet it didn't seem like there was as aggressive um, action towards some of these three letter agencies that could have been there. And so I think that it is people, one, holding your representatives accountable because it does matter. You do have a voice and your representatives will respond, especially if people are calling in, you know. But also, too, it does depend on leadership. And that's why I think 2024 is going to be so important. What do you think is the most important issue or two that the Republican Congress uh, under Speaker McCarthy's leadership can realistically achieve between now and Election Day? Well, I thought the first one was everything with the debt ceiling, and and that's kind of gone to pass. But I think it's really going to be using these hearings to hold people accountable. I would love to see uh, an impeachment of Mayorkas, and some of these bureaucrats have their positions completely defunded, which is something that we can do under the Holman rule. Um, So I think that that's really going to be something that, you know, we're a very slim majority, and it's projected, I think, just kind of with everything happening with members stepping down and whatnot, that we'll probably have like a three-person majority by September. And so every single Republican in this conference is really going to have to work together and and have their voices be heard. Otherwise, we won't get anything done. But it is going to be interesting to kind of see, you know, we are – um, I've never been so happy to to have the founding fathers engineer our country the way that they did with the checks and balances. But I am so happy that we're at least in the majority right now because we can stop a lot of the bad legislation that this administration is trying to push through. Florida Representative Anna Polina Luna, Congresswoman, thanks for being with us. Appreciate it. <laughs> 
Thanks, Buck. I always want to call her Anna, but, you know, Congresswoman, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, so here, uh, here we go. We have more information about the Biden crime family, but we keep running into this roadblock. I, I feel the frustration that a lot of you have. And, and as I said, when I was seeing some of our uh, listeners out in St. Louis last night and they were asking me questions on stage. And then, you know, after, uh, after we did our, our live event, and I look at them and they ask these questions and I say, I, I hope we can change it. I don't know. Cause I'm not going to say, Oh yeah, everything's going to be fine. You know, the, the three letter agencies there, they've learned their lesson. They haven't learned their lesson. They haven't changed. All they thought they had to do was wait it out under Trump. It's one of the most true things that I ever heard about the state department specifically. It's a, it's a joke, but I think it's really more a mission statement than a joke, which is that presidents come and go, but the State Department is forever. That's what the bureaucrats there say. Um, I don't know. I don't know what jokes they make about the CIA. They're probably very funny too. But point here is nothing changed. Nothing changed in those institutions. Not really. Not at all. And these are areas of our, of our civic life where there has to be some degree of good faith in operation. This is why prosecutors and the Soros-backed prosecutors and the concerted effort by Democrats to undo the rule of law in these cities is so destructive because there's not a lot you can do when a prosecutor decides that he's not going to or she's not going to enforce the law. You can vote them out, and this is really what we're talking about here. Well, okay, you can achieve political power to try some reforms, but in the case of a three-letter agency, it's more than one individual. That's the problem. It's not just one Soros prosecutor. It's a, an army of them, so to speak, that are embedded in these places. And not just, not just the, uh, you know, the, the famous or the most famous of these three-letter agencies, CIA, FBI. You know, they're in the EPA. They're in, uh, DHS. They're, they're all over the place. They're in a whole range of these institutions. And how do we clean things up? How do we make things better in them? And I get asked this question. I say, you would have to have a Congress and an executive that was willing to do things that would be unpopular with some folks in the moment. Oh, my gosh, look what you're doing. There's a there's a old again, another old joke, but the fireman first strategy. You might have heard of this before. It's whether you're going to cut municipal funding. You see variations of this all over the country. The second you say, "Hey, can we can we cut this program or that program?" So it's, "Oh no, you're you're that's going to result. You're going to you're cutting the fire department. You're cutting the police department, right? Oh no, you can't do that. None of us are going to be safe." You see this with the budget negotiations too. Every dollar of additional spending beyond the preset spending is sacred. That's the approach the Democrats take. It's it's maniacal, but it's effective. So you would have to come in and say, uh, we are going to, we're going to cut FBI funding, cut IRS funding. Uh, Democrats, as you've noticed, they want to massively increase IRS funding. That is not an accident. That's not incidental. Because the uh, funding of the IRS to make it the tax stasi, serves multiple purposes for them. They use it as a weapon against their enemies. All of a sudden, you know, people are going to get audited who are, I don't know, talk radio hosts, stuff like that. And also 
pushing for even more revenue for an overtaxed population and pushing even more revenue out of the 50% of the population that pays all of the taxes. That's the plan. That's what they're doing right now. Uh, 800-282-2882. I do want to talk to you about the CNN uh, collapse because here, here is my thesis for you on that. Trump broke CNN twice. Twice. Not once, but twice. Which is amazing. And I will explain. I'll explain that in just a second. On 9-11, 2,977 people lost their lives. And today, 9-11 related illnesses continue to take lives. Yet a whole generation knows little to nothing about our nation's darkest day. The Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is righting this wrong by educating kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about 9-11. Their nonfiction, first-person accounts are told through videos and the Discovering Heroes book series. These accounts are moving and unparalleled. Kids won't forget these true stories. The Institute offers full curriculum units with scripted social studies lessons, activities, and background for teachers. There's a speakers bureau for classrooms with access to 9-11 first responders, survivors, and loved ones. To never forget, we must educate future generations. Let's help our nation honor its vow. Last weekend, my wife Carrie participated in Tunnel to Towers Foundation Climb, going up 104 floors of One World Tower with the support of so many of you. She broke through her goal, and all that money goes right to Tunnel to Towers and its incredible mission. Last night in St. Louis, we raised over $1,000 just because of the attendees who came in, and we asked them to donate. So... This is a mission we're on all the time because we want to help Tunnel the Towers. Join us, please. Donate $11 a month. I donate $11 every month. $11 a month. T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. The voices of sanity in an insane world. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on prize picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks. 
with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the prize picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. No surprise, but do you know the number of abortions in states where it's deemed legal have increased since the overturning of Roe v. Wade? Sadly, unborn babies' lives are more at risk than ever, and that's where Preborn steps in. Preborn introduces moms to their precious babies through ultrasound. When a mom in crisis hears her baby's heartbeat and sees her or him on ultrasound, she is twice as likely to choose life. Preborn has rescued hundreds of thousands of babies' lives, and their network of clinics are located in the highest abortion states, standing strong for moms in crisis and the most vulnerable preborn babies. Five ultrasounds are just $140, helping to rescue five babies. Preborn relies on donations from us. To donate securely, use your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 saying baby. Or go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash buck. You will never regret saving a baby's life. Visit preborn.com slash buck. Sponsored by Preborn. Former Vice President Mike Pence is officially running for president. And he's talking right now. I wanted to join for a second and hear from him. Go ahead. Pull it up. today? Deeply humbled. As a son of the heartland. The grandson of an Irish immigrant. My dad was a combat veteran in the Korean War. My mom, a first-generation Irish-American, who's 91 years young and looking on from home today. Hi, Mom. Our family lived the American dream. I married the girl of my dreams. And now you understand a little bit more about how special she is. Elementary school teacher, an artist, a pilot, and the best second lady the United States of America has ever had. Would you join me in thanking my amazing wife, Karen Pence? Okay, you, you get the idea. It's kind of the basic stump speech stuff. I am curious. and I mean, I really mean this. I am curious. Do any of you listening entertain in your mind the possibility that you would vote for Mike Pence for president in this Republican primary? I'm not saying up against Biden. I'm saying, is Pence your guy? If so, why? I'm And I, I just want to know. I'm, we've had Vivek people call in who are they're all in on Vivek. I don't think we've had any Nikki Haley all in team. Correct me if that's wrong. I don't think we, she's going to be joining us on Tuesday, but there've got to be some, right? I think is he's it. He's got some poll numbers. I, I've got to check those. We'll take a dive into this 800-282-2882. You own a small business with five or more employees. I want you to remember the name of this company, Innovation Refunds. Their website, GetRefunds.com, is the gateway to filing an IRS tax refund from a specially made program, the Employer Retention Credit. Known as the ERC, this is a refund of your payroll taxes you paid during the pandemic. 
Innovation Refunds has already completed over 17,000 returns for a wide gamut of businesses, some of them like yours, construction, retail, restaurants, bars, so many more. Government data experts have estimated more than eight out of every 10 small businesses will likely be eligible to receive an ERC tax credit. The challenge is cutting through the red tape to get your money. Innovation Refunds has specialized tax attorneys who are experienced in government application returns. Go to GetRefunds.com to start the process. You could be on your way to receiving big money for your business. There's no upfront charge. They don't get paid unless you get paid. Go to GetRefunds.com. Innovation Refunds has already helped clients claim over $5 billion. They might be able to help you, too. Go to GetRefunds.com. All right, welcome back. We're going to talk about the continued collapse, the ongoing free fall. Because it's free falling. Um, CNN having a rough time, uh, as it deserves to. It really disgraced itself during the uh, Trump administration. Uh, the egos over there, starting with Zucker, the ousted head of CNN, who was conducting a longtime affair with his number two at CNN. Um, uh, sure she got the, you know, the, the job. There was no favoritism there at all. Um, but you will recall they never could get over being called fake news. They never could get past the ego blow of Trump saying what was just true. I always also like to remind everybody that the usage of fake news as a term uh, by Trump was response, a response to what the Democrats were doing. Democrats were to undermine the MAGA voters of 2016, saying they believe fake news online, as in, you know, stories about, uh, you know, Hillary's actually uh, a, a lizard person from outer space. Oh, also, do we want to talk UFOs today or later this week? I'm just putting that out. I, I'm sitting here, and I'm, o- I'm open to anything. I'm open to anything that has evidence. And, and some people I really like, and trust and think are very smart are are big UFO believers. And I need someone <laughs> we need to we need to get somebody on here who could just explain to me. So where are we with this exactly? The UFO thing? Anyway, we'll we'll talk more about that. Um but back to I just putting that out there because I'm with you solo for the next couple of days. Clay's uh on a uh couples retreat. He's with the missus and some friends and uh he's taking some days off to to rest, recoup and uh They'll be back in action with us on Monday. So I'm going to be with you a few days. I think we should talk about UFOs a little bit. It's getting all this tension. Uh, I sit here as a, hey, team, was it Mulder or Scully who was the skeptic? I never watched enough of the X-Files. I should probably go back. Scully. So I'm, is that the, is that the lady? I'm about, to, I'm the, I'm apparently, you know, breaking news. I'm the lady here. Yeah. Uh, I'm Scully. I'm Scully in this one. I don't see the UFO thing. I don't know. I I will tell you this. I don't know if my family is listening to this at all. My family is split on this one. My immediate family were split on this one. There are a couple of skeptics, and there are some there are some molders. There are some true believers about the UFO thing. And I sit here and I go, what, what am I missing? You know, if it make the little flying saucer appear somewhere, and and I don't even care if little green men get out or if it's even just like amoebas under a microscope, but just show me the, show me the UFO. And I, some of you are probably thinking I'm crazy because there's all the dots on the screens and the stuff. And others, you think, yeah, of course, Buck. 
It's amazing, isn't it, this debate that we're having over uh, UFOs? Because, right, there's a guy who came forward. Oh, yeah, producer Allie telling me in New York City, the sky, uh, because of the fires in forest fires in Canada, the air quality in New York City is the worst in the whole country right now. I'll tell you, when I was in uh, China back in 2019, so right before the, I was in, I was in China right before the pandemic. And, uh, I was there for, I don't know, a week, week and change. And, and you'd see that the, the pollution, I was in, uh, Shanghai and the whole sky and everything from just the pollution gathered. It was really dystopian, unsettling. And I thought a lot about China it was very dystopian. I'll just add that. I thought this is not gonna, this is not heading to a happy place, everybody, but. Um, that's not a surprise, but New York city's what's up. Oh, oh, Pence. So we want to, Bruce Mike is saying all hell's breaking loose because Pence, Pence is announced. So now, you know, the skies, it is a little bit like in ghostbusters, right? When the skies turned like, uh, what is it? Purple or something. And cause the key master and Gozer and all that. So Pence is, uh, Pence has announced, we played some of that announcement for you. CN. Oh, we do. If you're a Pence, we have some Pence people who have called in. Please stay with me. I, I will get to you. I just want to talk about the CNN thing for a second. Uh, cause I know there have to be some Pence people out there. I also note that there are uh, a fair amount of, um, there are a fair amount of people that seem really, really anti Pence. I would like to hear from them too. I'm Republicans. So I know, I know there are people that think Mike Pence is great and he's their candidate and some of them have already called in. So we've, we've got, we've got proof of life on that one, right? We know they exist. And I also am curious to hear for anyone who feels very strongly against Mike Pence, because I would guess that for a lot of the GOP base right now and for a lot of you, this is my guess. I could, I could be off. Um, Pence is just not the guy for the moment. And so him running, you know, you think it's going to be a little bit like uh, Nikki Haley running or, you know, you're, you're not deeply anti and you're not pro. You're just kind of meh, whatever about it. That's my guess. I could be wrong. So I, that's why I put it out to you and I want to know. But back to CNN and the fake news uh, controversy um, from the very beginning. So they were saying fake news. Trump turned it around on them and he really forced a journalistic self-immolation over at CNN. I mean, they just did. They, they, they lit their own building on fire. They destroyed it as a, as a, as a, uh, a, a temple, as a monolith of supposed journalism. CNN was gone. It turned into, remember Jim Acosta and, and all the, oh, he wasn't, he lost his White House hard pass. Oh, the First Amendment is dead. Jim Acosta has to show an ID and check in before he gets access to the West Wing, which a lot of people don't have access to, but you know, the whole thing, right? And, and you saw all these different, uh, hosts who were supposedly giving you the news who were really just boring opinion hosts reading off a prompter who don't have much to say other than Trump is Hitler. Well, that in the post Trump era predictably resulted in the uh, professional defenestration of a number of uh, senior CNN figures, no, most notably Jeff Zucker, and and then Chris Cuomo, bro Cuomo, was like, hey, like, what do you mean? I can't advise my brother? 
No, not when you're going to be reporting on your brother and doing interviews with him at night. That's and not telling the audience about it. That that could be kind of an issue. Thank you. Defenestration. Want to go with that as word of the day? Crazy historical fact. Defenestration of Prague. You know those guys lived? I'm pretty sure it was because there was a manure cart under the window, something like that. Someone could fact check me on that one. But the the guys who were defenestrated, which then led to massive warfare throughout Europe, but uh, they lived, even though they were thrown out the window. So CNN had this whole problem, and it was because Trump broke them. I mean, he just spiritually, emotionally defeated CNN as an entity. That That is, I think, beyond dispute at this point. Because to to go against him... They decided that there were no rules and they exposed to ever, they exposed themselves for everyone to see as abject partisan hacks. Okay. That is CNN destruction number one. CNN then tried to limp along and do a redo with this guy, Chris Licht, the big piece in the, uh, the Atlantic, which if you want to know what B-minus students from Northeastern Lib schools and coastal, coastal universities. Uh, this, the, if you want to know what they read or pretend to read, it's the Atlantic. They read one article from it once a month. Maybe they can say, I read the Atlantic, but I did read the Atlantic. So I'm admitting that to all of you. So I could read this article and it was a big profile with a lot of access to the head of CNN. And what was interesting was that. First off, it makes clear CNN destruction 2.0 was, you guessed it, Trump's town hall. The Trump town hall, they just lost their minds over there. All the different anchors, they're all crying about it. And how could we have platformed them? And the fact that you had all these pro-Trump people in the audience and Caitlin Collins gets steamrolled, the whole thing. And so much so that he... Uh, Chris Lick, this guy who came over from, he was at Morning Joe, and then uh, he was at uh, the Col- uh no, not the Colbert. What's the, the the Late Show with Colbert, whatever that is, right? Stephen Colbert show, and and then he moved over to take over CNN. It didn't last much more than a year. This is why he didn't last, though. This I don't know. If, I don't know this guy. I never I never talked to him. I talked to Jeff Zucker a, a bunch of times when I was over as a contributor at CNN before I realized they had all completely lost their minds and hated Republicans and any Republican in the Trump era who still was going on CNN. I was like, you're just getting, you're just getting punched in the face. There's no point. The audience hates you. They're not listening. The anchors hate you. They all despise you. So that's, I turned down a job at CNN without a job in TV because Trump had just won the election. They wanted me to stay around. I said, no, I'd rather just uh, do my own thing. Thank you. Because I, I was pro-Trump. I voted for him. I was so psyched that he had won. And I was like, I don't I don't want to go on CNN so they can be like, so like explain to us like why you think that like voting for Hitler is not voting for Hitler. You know, I just didn't really need that in my day to day. But Chris Lick, this guy, ended up sounding not that crazy. Here's from the article. I think he's a lib, but he's not totally insane. He, he said, apparently, to CNN staff, do not virtue signal. Tell the truth. Ask questions getting at the truth. Not collecting facts for one side or collecting facts for another side. Ask the tough questions. It's an incredibly sensitive, divisive issue of when there's a Venn diagram the country can agree on if we get there with the facts. Um, yeah. This guy is gone because he showed up at CNN and he was like, 
everybody knows that this place turned into a laughing stock and a partisan, you know, clown show. Can we at least get back to some basic reality and CNN with its collective Biden voting Hillary and Obama loving voice shouted out, no, we shall not return to the facts, sir. You shall be fired. <laughs> so that's what CNN did. And it's because of the Trump town hall two times, two times CNN has fallen victim to the Trumpster. So that is what happened. You know, when you're younger, you're invincible. Whatever life serves you, you take it on. But as you get older, you start feeling the creaks and cracks in your body, especially after exercise. That's why we on the show recommend Relief Factor. You know, Clay and I were both in our 40s. We've got those aches and pains now that just start coming and going. But Relief Factor is amazing. It helps so much. I've been taking it, and it just works. Our friends at Relief Factor are so supportive of the show, too. And they were supportive of Rush when he was on before that for years. And I'm benefiting from their pain relief product. I take their recommended three packets a day. And here's what it does. Stuff doesn't hurt as much. I've got this pain in my uh, in my left shoulder in particular that just, it doesn't just hurt when I work out now, but even sometimes reaching for things, whatever. I take the relief factor, and guess what? It doesn't hurt. The inflammation goes down. Relief factor is 100% drug-free, containing just four natural ingredients, created by doctors and perfected by 15 years of scientific research. Join the more than 1 million people who have purchased their Quick Start program. It's a great place to start. You can order the three-week Quick Start for only nineteen ninety five. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Get the 1995 three-week quick start developed for you. Again, that's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Download and use the new Clay and Buck app. Listen to the program live. Catch up on any part of the show you might have missed. Use your CNB 24-7 subscription to get access to the guys. Find the Clay and Buck app in your app store and make it part of your day. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Meet Kelsey. When she found out she was pregnant, she wasn't sure where to turn. But after meeting with the counselors at a pre-born network clinic, they welcomed her and supported her and provided her with a free ultrasound. Kelsey heard her baby's heartbeat and she chose life. When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram, it does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son, who is now five years old today. He's amazing. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him. By introducing a woman to her baby on an ultrasound, a baby's chance at life doubles. Your tax-deductible donation of $5,000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours, 
helping to rescue 200 babies. To donate, use your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 saying baby or donate securely at preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K sponsored by Preborn. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think I'm covered. No worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Wow, I'm getting photos sent from New York City, and it really it really does look like uh, the keymaster and the gatekeeper in Ghostbusters. <laughs> it looks like the, the ghosts are going to start flying out of the tops of the buildings, out of the subways. It is rough. Um, so that's that's not good. Uh, apparently, all from the Canadian wildfires, uh, having the you know the the air quality really destroyed in New York City because it's blown down from Canada. Thanks, Canada. Gosh, Terry. In Texas, Terry, you like Pence. Hi. Tell me about it. Hi, Buck. Um, I love Mike Pence. I think he's a great stand-up Christian man with good morals. But I have a lot of Republican friends that are leaning Democrat because of the whole abortion thing. Hmm. And I truly think he would be a wasted vote. So you, you like Pence a lot, but you think because he's too... Um, pro-life effectively he's politically not not able to win is that is that what you're what you're feeling i think right now because all this just happened and just came down recently yeah it's it's not a good time gotcha okay Um, interesting yeah (laughs) thank you you know terry i would tell you to listen to i spoke to lila rose who is a a pro-life activist and she joined on the podcast stream so if you subscribe to clan buck podcast it's right there you can listen because she is very, um, uh, she is vociferous in her defense of the idea that the pro-life position uh, can win nationally and is more popular than the media wants you to believe. I do think it's you got to go place by place, state by state. Look at the numbers, and it, it's a it's a, on the issue of on the issue of the. Thank you for calling in, Terry. On the issue of morality, I don't think it's complicated at all. I think it's clear that you want to save as many babies as is possible. On the issue of what can win, just the pure politics of it, I hear smart people on both sides that have differing differing views. On the right, I'm talking. Obviously, on the left, it's abortion all nine months of a pregnancy. Abortion, you know, they they, they take it to the absolute extreme, and that's the position of the Democrat Party. Um, is it Nyla in San Antonio? Did I get that right? Yes, you did. 
Nyla, what have you got for us about Mr. Pence? Well, I would vote for him simply because of what your previous caller had said, because of his morality. But morality isn't just whether you're pro-abortion or not. It's whether you lie, whether your word is good. And as good as Trump was for the country, he's got the morals of a gutter snipe. I I just wish we had more morality in general in politics. Nyla, thank you so much for sharing that. I appreciate you calling in. I would say this. Everything I've I've interviewed Pence, I don't know, a couple of times. I don't know him beyond that. I mean, I, I've spent time with Trump, like talked to him, been around him. You know, I I've spent a, a fair amount of time with him over the years. Um, I really haven't spent much time with Pence. Everything that he has done, though, in my personal interactions with him would support that he uh, seems to be a very a very decent man. So now, does that mean that he's the guy for this moment? I think a lot of people would argue that you need, you know, you need a brawler for this moment, given what the other side uh, has arrayed against us. And then there are others who would say, well, you need somebody who's more precise. You know, you don't want someone who's swinging a sledgehammer. You want somebody who's taking a scalpel to the problem. And, And this is why we have a primary. Isn't it great? We all get to see how this plays out. We get to talk about it. But I'm I'm happy to hear, or I appreciate, I should say, that people called in and had thoughts about Mike Pence right away. And it seems like we've got a lot of people who feel very positively about him in the audience. Um, and I can understand. I understand why. Uh, we had mentioned the, uh, I always say we, because even if Clay's out for the day, it still feels like it's a we. The crime situation in New York, suing over cars being too easy to steal, suing the car maker. Let's talk about that and some other criminal justice news and more coming up in the third hour. You won't want to miss. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 